Hello everybody and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Going Racing Podcast here on the channel. As usual, I am joined by Jay as well as Matt O'Brien here on this fine Wednesday evening where we are going to talk about some past events from this weekend with NASCAR Formula One, some more NASCAR 21 Ignition stuff. We'll probably start it off actually with NASCAR 21 Ignition this week. Uh, but Jay, Matt, welcome to the show. We'll start with Jay. How are you feeling this week? Uh, I'm kind of sick the last couple of days, so that hasn't been fun. But other than that, I'm okay. You're okay, Matt. How about you? I'm coming back to London in two weeks. Oh, are you really? What uh, for work? Yeah, okay. but it's. Yeah, yeah, that's how how it's going. I see. Well, that's going to be fun. Um, Have you um, got NASCAR 21 Ignition? I know Jay doesn't. Yes. You do? Okay. How's your experience been so far? Uh, Single player is literally unplayable. Okay. (laughs) What I expected to hear. Um, Uh, I can send you a clip. Have you been playing online? Yeah, okay. Online's a different story. Online's not bad. Online is actually fun. I think if you buy NASCAR 21 Ignition to play just online, you're actually going to have an enjoyable time. I'm going to I'm going to DM you this. But this happens 100% of the time. Actually, I I will post this in the podcast. Um, this happens 100% of the time for me. I was recording career mode a couple hours ago, and it took all the way till like 10 minutes before this started. Um, I was recording at Homestead, Miami, mm-hmm. and I made it to lap, I think it was 40-something. The AI were pitting. They were crashing into the water barrels. They were stopping on the exit of that, like, access road that you go out onto the track with. They stopped there. My game started acting up. It would freeze for a second. The AI would speed up. My car would speed up. A caution comes out. And then I don't pit. And instead of going to the restart, the car just goes around the track. And it did that for, like, two laps. I'm like, oh, my God, you got to be kidding me. So I pause the game, resume it. And, okay, we go to the restart. I do about a half a lap. The game freezes, crashes. That's it. So mm-hmm. I record it again. And it took me, like, seven more attempts to finally successfully record a race. And then it crashed in the replays. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. So I just I just said, screw it. I took the episode. And I was like, that's what it's going to be. And then I just simulated the race after that and took a 40th place finish or whatever it was, uh, 30-something because um, I was just fed up with the game. It's been such a frustrating um, just experience with NASCAR 21 Ignition. I am dropping a review tomorrow on the game, so I'm excited for that. But um, Matt, so you've been playing online. What's that? I actually still haven't touched it. I've only seen a little bit of it, but how's that actually been? Well, besides the, uh, well, their party system doesn't work. <laughs> oh yeah we can invite people to part yeah it doesn't work uh so what we've done is the people in our parties we'll just like because you know it's shake and bake then bump and run yeah um 
we'll be like we'll be in the party and be like three two one go and we'll get in the lobby every single time showing how little people are actually playing the game um the biggest lobby i think is like, like high 20s i've seen but um so when you actually get into the race you know like how in single player it goes to like that black screen and then you appear yeah and then like it ai drives you the ai, the AI don't drive you you go instantly okay even the before... screen could be completely black. Oh. The screen could be completely back, black, and you can still hit the gas. Okay. So before the line, then. <laughs> yes. Okay. Interesting. But no, there's because I was streaming it like yesterday. There would be cases where like it would be like three seconds of black screen and like the HUD's there, so you see your speed increasing. And you're just hoping. You're just praying you don't get crashed because no one can see anything. Okay. Yeah. And then you got the trolls that there's nothing you can do about. Can't ghost car. Can't ghost car. But when you actually get the race people, it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I've noticed. Like, we we had this good. Atlanta race. We had this Atlanta race. There was like 15 cars like within a second and a half of each other. It was insane until we crashed. <laughs> But you can literally hook people. Like you, if you want to take a guy out, you can take him out. That's my favorite no part problem. about it. Um, um, private lobbies, please. They should be coming. Hopefully, not anytime uh, soon, though. Um, they have already announced a second patch to the game. That's coming out, out on PlayStation. Yeah. No, it's out on PlayStation, and it will be coming to the other platforms sometime. Um, so that's... Mainly tonight on Steam. Oh, thank God. I should have waited. Oh, my goodness. Um, but um, let me just say, it's such a frustrating, frustrating game so far. Um, and obviously, we don't have a whole lot to spend on this game because we talked about it a lot. But they, I've seen some comments like, oh, well, every game has bugs when it releases so why are we giving oh, this a it, tough time? This is a completely different scenario. This is an unprecedented amount of bugs for a NASCAR game. It's cyberpunk here. There, there's bugs. more bugs. I, I think it's worse. Uh, I, I, as someone who's played Cyberpunk 2077 for a good 50 hours, uh, Cyberpunk was in way better shape in day one. And that's saying yeah, something. Yes. I, I can understand games having bugs when they first release because, yes, most of them do. However, this is an incredibly high amount of bugs, and it's not like they're small bugs. They're like, oh, ha, ha, he, he. Most of them are funny, and they don't really affect the game that much. No, a good bit of them, if not most of them, are game-breaking, game-affecting, really bad bugs that need to be fixed desperately. Like, Jay and Gary, you can watch that clip I posted. I did. I just the... saw it. That happens 100% of the time at play tracks. Your car just stops and the AI just run through you. Usually usually I go like like 100 feet in the air. That time I actually almost went under the track. I haven't had anything like that happen. I actually think that's more of a console thing. Console thing. Um, but oh my goodness. But still like... Everything. Like, like the thing with the... The funny thing is... These these are like bugs that are so ridiculous, in a way they're funny. Yeah, I mean it is it's hilarious. All of them are like funny. <laughs> just 
causing like big crashes at like Bristol or something. That's just hilarious. Just how dumb the AI are. And that's not the, the thing with the AI. It's not a bug. They're just that dumb. Yeah, that's not bugs. That that's and that's that's something that's not gonna get fixed. Like hmm. they're not gonna fix that fully. That's the thing. There can be improvements, the but game. they're not fixing it. A hundred percent. Um. So we're we're stuck with that kind of foundation of an AI at, for at least NASCAR 21's whole lifespan, um, which is scary to think about. Thank, some of thank the God I don't do career. It, it's 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 been an experience. Oh, I, I, I'm not oh, awesome. hating it though. I mean, I'm just like okay, push through with it. I mean, they're gonna patch the game, and it's when the game works, I'm not hating it. So that's a positive sign. Well. Um, is it rarely works? Um, of the the two oval career mode races I did, it took about sixteen attempts combined to get one run through on both. So, on NASCAR oh. Heat Five, it was one and go, and it was fine. Uh, I was just before uh, as well, like. There's more bugs in NASCAR 21 Ignition than Heat Evolution all the way through Heat 5 combined. And it's not even close. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, but the, I really like that Motorsport Games is owning up to the fact that they completely screwed up. And they're going to be putting no, out no, major patches. They're owning up to it, in my opinion. Um, but Actually, other than the Motorsport Games president yesterday who tweeted... Um, oh, well, he deleted that tweet. He says he was proud of um, the release. What they released. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god. Like, are you, Did you not even like look at the game before it came out? Um, but I'm just glad that they're acknowledging they got a lot of patches coming out. But I mean, I still think yeah, that I, I this is going to be a long they're owning journey. Up to it. They're just elite. They're, they're not really owning up to it. I'd yeah. say. I think that they're just kind of acknowledging that we have complaints and we have things and issues with the game. There's no. And they're they're acknowledging that they're going to try their best to fix it. He, but they're not really saying we screwed up. Gary, realistically, the only way to own up to it is refund everyone and let everyone keep their game that bought it already. Or just. Which is never, ever, be, ever, ever going to happen. Or just take the game off will, the yeah. store and wait till next year. Well, then you open a whole can of worms. Um, yeah, it's overall frustrating, but I'm hopeful. I see, and like I said, when you, when it's working, you see the serious potential with this game and the foundation. And I tell you what, the modding like stuff going on in there, there's a lot of capabilities with modding. Did you see the game. one where they put the 750 at Michigan? Uh, I haven't. They, I haven't they, actually they, been able to put to it. There's a there's a mod that you can put whatever package at whatever track. So some guy was going like two ten into Michigan turn okay. turn four. I've been trying to get into it. Like I downloaded a hex editor. I uh, got Notepad like plus plus or whatever it's called. Um, I see. I see him in the audience right now. He's been a big help from like NASCAR Heat Five all the way to now. He's diving oh. into the files trying to figure out the modding and stuff. And hopefully we can I, figure I, it out. I, I hear there's a lot of interesting things in the files. There is. That aren't in the game. Um, tracks. There's a bunch of tracks that I've never heard of that are in the files. There's a bunch of drivers. Like, I saw Buck Baker in the files. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, 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 well. Richard, are we, are we... Richard Petty is in the game files, by the way. That's all I'm saying. 
Yeah, I believe they announced right, that they we were doing more Legends down the line. Yeah, though. there's more Legends drivers. All right, so it's Petty, Buck Baker. There was a whole Amos, list of names. Right? I didn't look at them all. Um, they they said that there through. would be more Legends and stuff like that coming There'll down There would be more. Oh, all right. Stay tuned on that. Um, you can change like the race start times, but I couldn't get it to work. It was weird. I was so that's the, that's the thing. That's the thing up. in the uh, patch notes. So if you do shorter races, the start the start of day is going to be like for a night race will be closer to night than like the evening that it is now. Um. So I just got a DM from High C about all the driver names that have been kind of mentioned in the in the files. Okay. And I'll just highlight uh, some notables here. So I said Richard Petty, um, Matt Kenseth, Dale Jarrett, uh, Matt Crafton, Dale Earnhardt Sr. Um, got Jeff Burton, Kale Yarbrough, David Rudiman, Alan Colwicky, Rusty Wallace, uh, Daryl Waltrip, Fireball Roberts, all these guys, uh, or Buddy Baker, uh, Danica Patrick even. And is there any other, maybe uh, Jimmy Spencer, Jeremy Mayfield, Casey Kane, Michael Waltrip, Jimmy Johnson. Like, there's a whole bunch of Jeremy those. Mayfield in yeah. the game. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious, actually. I like that. Bobby Allison, Davey Allison as well. So. Um, but. Oh, no, actually, the one that I like is Jimmy Spencer. I like Jimmy Spencer being in the game. That's kind of funny. Yes. But uh, also, the new patch is out on PlayStation, so. See what that fixes when it comes to Xbox in a few days. Hopefully Steam very soon. tomorrow. Probably already downloading in the background. Let me look. But um No it's not. They said, they said it's later today, so um not much to really say. I mean breaking markers at all road courses, Gary. Oh I saw so I've been giving them crap about that. I said you cannot play road courses in seven road courses in your game. And you only have one corner um, of all combined road courses with a brake marker, and that's turn one at uh, Indianapolis. So that is nice to see. Thank you, Motorsport Games, for that. Um, they're at least doing stuff, so it's good to see that. Yeah. Um, but well, I mean, I mean, we so talked about it last week. The more, yeah, we. The only reason this game's out is because they were because the contract forces them to. Yeah, it wouldn't have been the out if it wasn't for that. The further we get from the better this game will get. But the core issues of the game are obviously not going to be able to be changed. But you, you know, I know what I'm worried about features that aren't there and stuff like that that can be easily changed will be added in eventually. Yeah, but, oh, I, what I'm worried about, like single player wise, is what you see in this AI is what you see in R Factor, and how Correct. old is R Factor? How old is R Factor? I I think that they just ran out of time, honestly, with trying. How to old is R Factor? Quite old. Yes, the, it's the almost ten. The, there's the, no, there's oval racing in the game in R Factor J. I understand that, but they said that they are reworking the AI. So I assume that this is probably just a AI that is still like R Factor, and they were trying to get it reworked, and they obviously couldn't do that. So maybe next time around we'll get the reworked AI. Is is my, is my point? The only unfortunate part have... about that is that is a year away. <laughs> um, yeah, that's not happening. This game, it's impossible. As well, I do not think um, we'll move on from ignition very, very shortly into the actual racing. But um, I, I'm very, very confident the whole caution issue is never going to get fixed in this game. 
because it is such like there's issues in this game but this is a massive issue like i don't matt i mean from your single player have you had cautions come out they are very rare i i i can't i can't do a race long enough to okay i can't i can't cope with doing a race long enough to even try to turn cautions on. nine times out of ten when a caution comes out the game breaks and probably crashes even on pc yeah um but um, the ai and the game this is why i don't think it's going to get fixed the game literally does not know how to process the cautions and set up the ai or yourself positioned correctly it, it can't do anything about cautions correctly whatsoever other than do a little quick cutscene to go to a restart where they all go all over the place hitting the wall going into the infield your car's all over the place and then yeah. the game crashes 20 seconds later what the cautions are not going to be in my Which, opinion fixed uh, again I, is something that is not an r factor right? that was there, not an r, factor an r factor thing well, i mean um, is there but i mean like is there cautions in r factor uh actually yes there is but you're all under manual uh driving okay so see that's probably something that again they were they were focusing or hoping for manual and i assume the issue with all this ai stuff specifically with cautions and with the ai under cautions and then the ai on pit road is probably because they had to develop those things really late because they had ambitions of letting us do always manual driving and then obviously they ran out of time for that and so they had to probably develop AI very quickly. I could be wrong. I think you're right, actually. My thoughts is is that that's what, probably what happened. I think you're right, actually, on that. Um, it's extremely obvious that they plan to have manual driving at every single point of this like. Race it's in the game, game files. Yeah, you, you can yeah. tell it's just in by the, the game files that there's like a. I, I saw Damon posted it. There's something like drive everywhere in the game files. Right. I mean, you can tell by the graphics too, because when you're going green, it literally says "stay behind this car." That's not even and in your line. And and there's also other things that point to it as well, like the garage area. You can drive on and all the garage areas, and they're all detailed. They're all there. So I mean, it's it's obvious that that's what they were trying to do, and they just ran out of time. Yeah. And they had to quickly scramble AI, and the AI are very bad because they had to scramble them. And like, a caution comes out, your game just completely pauses. You pit, it just teleports you to the pit box. Um, that's oh. something, I, I don't know anything about game coding, so I don't know if that's something that can be fixed or not through an update, but if it is, <sighs> it, may, it might get fixed. Don't count it, on it. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's something that my, can be fixed. My, literally, literally my best friend is in college for game development. I'm telling, I'm telling you, like, a lot of this don't count on getting fixed. Yeah, I mean, I kind of figure that's like a core part of the game that's not something that can be really updated that much. Or changed around once you know put out there for for people to consume so i mean i don't know how they're uh, gonna successfully put stages in the game either i you i i don't think they are probably why they aren't stages there aren't they're they're not gonna put them in it sounds like they will be but i five months (laughs) yeah I'm Unless like, they do some version of what people want in real life, which is stages without cautions. I feel like that's the only way they can make it work. Um, cause like that's said, how we get an even bigger uh, like audience for people saying new stages without cautions. You want me to scare you even more? Preferably Remember not. Remember Next Gen. So Next Gen's going to be in this game, by the way. Um. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's right. In a couple of months, also not not like six months down. The I know line. that might get like put on hold now. 
Probably um, yes, but they're they said that it would be from the last thing they said about it, it would be early years. So yeah, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that as well. But I don't know. Is there any uh, final points on NASCAR ignition? Uh, Did you have anything? oh yes, yes. This this one this one is uh funny. Honestly, not very good either. So we so we figured out how starting order starts online. Take any wild guesses, real quick. Any wild guesses. Is it not like heat? It is not like okay. heat. Okay, okay. Um, you get disconnected after the race, after every lot race. Oh, so you Lord, like have help to us. Re- I didn't know yes. that. Yes. Um, how does it get determined? Let me think real well, quick. Give me 10 seconds. How the heck do you seconds. stay in the playlist, then? No, you have to rejoin the playlist every <laughs> what time. What is the point of the playlist, then? Oh, my goodness. Okay. Oh, I think this got updated in the patch, though, because I saw someone streaming. Because all the races were like five laps at mile and a half. I saw 13 at Vegas today, so maybe they're a little longer now, which is good. Okay. Like, the most of the road courses were a lap. Oh, no. The only one that are two laps, from what I've seen, was the Roval. But everyone just skips the chicanes because there's no penalty. Yeah, that's another thing. I'm like... You can just so run Daytona I do, So if you do ignore the Daytona road course, like the like the front like the front stretch thing, the lap will not count. Okay. Um how how does the starting order get determined? The order you load into the race. Okay, I mean that's not too surprising actually. Uh and then get uh what model of Xbox do you have, Gary? Uh the S. <laughs> Series X? No, the the Xbox One S. Oh, okay. So you'll start midfield every every race. Oh, perfect. Right where I want to be uh, for videos. I'm gonna get an Xbox copy soon just for the online videos. But oh, oh, dude, it it's it, it, let me tell you, you're gonna see some wild shit. <laughs> I, I might just buy it after this so I can have it ready. Um, because uh, I want to put out a I'd video. Be, oh yeah, public. You can like skim through my like stream and you can see this on the what. Like cars going through the ground, that's a good one. Um, cars getting stuck in the walls, a funny one too. I, I saw one guy hit a pace. Yeah, car like and go combat. The combat was playing. He did a seven-hour stream yesterday. It oh was god. He had over one k viewers overall. I saw he popped but, off uh, there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he started like bottom four every race. Because he has OG Xbox like me. Right. But I would kept I kept loading in faster than him, so um but like Kermit has a Series X. He literally started top three every race. So it's all about the hardware. Pay to win. You just buy a better console and you will start up front and that you can't actually buy. That's a good point as well, actually. Um Oh man, dude. It's uh a rough it's a rough one but okay. like when you get clean racing online it's very good i i have seen a lot of clean racing um and i'm gonna utilize the easy to wreck people feature i'm sure at many points but oh don't worry i i took out combat and kermit like accidentally by trying to bump drafting on dega oh perfect i, I tapped them and they died instantly <laughs> <laughs> um any other points on ignition before we move on to some NASCAR and Formula One? Online plate racing. Once we, if we give private lobbies and we can actually do league races, gonna be absolutely insane. 
I, I saw it and it looked pretty good. Insanity. Alright, yeah. That's good. I'm good though. Alright, we're gonna move on to some actual uh NASCAR from this past weekend. They were at Kansas. I'll be honest. First half of the race, I couldn't really tell you much what had happened because I didn't give a crap because Formula One was on. Yeah, I didn't watch a single um, moment until F1 was over with. I got to have YouTube TV, and I had two monitors. There you, I mean, that would have been nice. Um, I don't have YouTube TV because I'm in Canada. Yeah. But, Matt, I mean, uh, you might be the one that we have to rely on for the first half of the race. I mean, I saw, I, I know wanna... there was wind being an issue and people hitting the wall. I don't know. I had it muted. So I, was watching. I was more, but I'm like you. I was more interested in F1. Before we get onto this topic, I just want to break in for a second here with something really terrifying I just discovered on Twitter, and it's very off topic. Uh, apparently, scientists discovered a dog-sized scorpion that ruled Chinese sea floors 400 million years ago. <laughs> okay. That, that's why I don't like the ocean. That's why I don't like the ocean. Anyways, I and that's why I have a fear up. of water. Where were we? Kansas. Talking about Kansas. Kansas. There was a rain delay at like lap yeah. 10 or something like that. Only if it could have been longer. And then there was lightning. I agree. Okay, actually, actually oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about this. So they had a lightning delay, all right? Normally they're 30 minutes, correct? Yeah, this one definitely was not. Uh, They're like, oh, the weather moved out, so uh, we're just going to ignore the we must do the 30 minutes rule. Just completely ignore it, and yeah, yeah we're just going to go. Um, hey man, NASCAR showing. It, I mean, they they always make up rules on the spot, so why can't they do it with that one too? There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I saw after that a lot of wind moved in, and it was affecting the cars for guys that were like trying to get up on the wall. I mean, completely screwed Kyle Busch over. Um, he he hit the wall multiple times, lost a tire. His last Brad game, lost a tire. Yeah. Truex lost a yep. tire. <laughs> They all lost. Everyone's tires. right front, right side tires went kaboom. So there was playoff implications, like right off the bat here in the first opening stage, and then it kind of calmed down after that. And as you can imagine, Kyle Larson, of course, was fast. William Byron was the fastest, and he was yeah. hauling the mail. Did he win stage one or was it Larson? It was Larson. Larson. It was hundred. Yeah, it was Larson who won stage one. Uh, like I said, stage two was kind of really calm. Um, at least from what I saw from checking for like 30 seconds here and there. And I didn't really see much activity going on in Twitter in stage two. So there wasn't really anything to talk about there. This race was boring. It was boring. <laughs> from what it was I not saw, very good. it wasn't very entertaining. It was like Las Vegas tier. There was some good, decent battles for the lead in stage three at some points. Yeah, on the restarts. Yeah, only on the restarts. Um, but that was cool to see. Because we saw, like, there was two, two lanes the three wide, three wide, yeah. Which was awesome, awesome to see uh, for the, you know, few minutes that it lasted. But there was a few cautions here and there in stage three. The, Newman, Newman brought out one. He spun him, he, he completely spun himself out. Yeah. And that's kind of what picked up the restarts and stuff. And I think the main talking point was... Austin Dillon completely ending Ryan Blaney's race on a mm -hmm. restart. Um, obviously, he didn't mean losing to do talent. it. Yeah, he lost the car <laughs> and cleaned the 12 car out in the process. And I mean, Jay, Jay just left. Jay just left. 
Always back. Always back. Hello, Jay. Unfortunate for Ryan Blaney, but it gave us very uh, fortunate for uh, the NASCAR fans wanting chaos. It gave us some spice for Martinsville, and that's the main thing, right? Because he, I think Blaney was the last guy in, and he was like thirty points above. Really, but but I was like, what? It was going to be a situation where someone outside the top four had to win the race. Yeah, that was the only way. Um. Not anymore. Yeah, I mean, they were talking a lot too on the broadcast. Uh, they were like about how a non-playoff driver should be racing a playoff driver. Like they just, I felt like they spent half the broadcast talking about that. I'm not sure if uh, you, you noticed that at all, Matt or Jay, but I, I kind of did. Like, I did. I, I noticed it a bit, but I didn't really notice him going on and on and on about it. Oh, it, it they brought it up. They, they they brought it up a lot more recently than they ever have. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then we're going to go to twelve. Yeah, and then the last restart happened. Yeah, Chase Elliott was leading. Oh yes. Okay. This was golden. This was beautiful. Oh, I loved it. Kevin Harvick, obviously, um, you know, he doesn't want to crash the nine because he'll get in trouble at this point. But he just, a, a, a cheeky a cheeky restart from Kevin Harvick just takes a three wide on Elliott into turn one and completely screws him over <laughs> and shoves him down <laughs> to like 10th place. Harvick knew exactly what he was doing right there. Um, I think that was the cleanest way he could have screwed over the nine car. Um, Obviously, it was intentional, but I thought it was hilarious, to be honest. It was literally the reason why he didn't win the race. Yeah, because, I mean, he was hauling the mail at the end. Yeah. And... Man, it would have been so funny if his tire went down, hitting the wall like five times. Oh, there would have been so much even more playoff chaos. I was I was hoping, too, just for the playoff situation, just to that's, go and yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, the same thing I was hoping for. I, I really want uh, I wanted that to happen just because I wanted the points to be a lot closer. Heading into Martinsville, and I mean they're still close between Blaney and some of the other guys near the cut line, but I, you know, more playoff drama the better. Yeah, I mean Larson, of course, ends up winning again. Second time this season, he's won three in a row, which is just mind-boggling. He's won now nine races. He could still win eleven races this season. I don't think he's going to win Martinsville, obviously, but I don't. I I don't think I think we're he's going to stay at nine. I agree. I don't think he wins Martinsville. I don't think he wins the championship in Phoenix. So, if Hamlin makes that final four, I think it's Denny Hamlin. So, now you got to put like if somehow Hamlin and Kyle Busch somehow get eliminated, I would say Larson would be the champion because I think he can just downright beat Chase Elliott on pace. But then you put Truex, and then that means Truex makes it. No, I'm saying it's going to be uh, Kozlowski and Blaney. Oh. Which, okay, yeah, in that case, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think anybody would have anything for him. I think it's all. I think it's Hamlin, Kyle, Truex, or nothing. Um, I mean, Elliot could show up and finally win on an oval, which he would be picking the perfect time to win on an oval. But, um, I mean, you look at the playoff grid right now after Kansas going into Martinsville. So, Elliott is good by 34. I mean, 
one accident, and one Hamlin, failure, that's he's can easily still be out. Hamlin, but 32. it has to be early. Yeah, it has to be absolutely be early. Um, well, unless obviously there is a scenario where if someone else wins, like what if? Oh no, never mind. Is no, now, yeah, it no, literally be, yeah, it's one fine. point. Yeah. It's literally one point. So like a new winner doesn't really affect yeah. Chase or Hamlin. But Hamlin's good by thirty-two. So uh, and he's pretty good at Martinsville, and so is Chase Elliott. So I I, I think they're both going to be okay. Although Hamlin last year is, had a big fall off at the end of that race. The the interesting thing is pretty much everybody in the playoff field right now is is good at Martinsville, aside from like Kyle Larson and Kyle Busch. So like the I think this race Kyle Busch is won there really like going to be interesting three times. I I still don't consider him to be better than like Denny Hamlin or Truex. Kyle's like extreme hit or miss at Martinsville, where Hamlin's usually always in the running, or Truex as well, especially lately there has been showing up. But Kyle's like he either runs really good or he runs like garbage at Martinsville. And Brad and Joey are both very good at Martinsville too. What? Eh, Brad, he's kind of hit or miss as well. Yeah, he won. Uh, like, I, I, I think, think he's won there, be right? Extremely good because of that. Um. Yeah, I mean, Brad's Brad is six points out. Truex is three points out. Blaney, I think, I think we can completely write off the twelve of Ryan Blaney. Um. I disagree. I don't. I. I just I think we can write him off. I think you write him uh, off. I think. Oh my. I think God. he. He's. He's got all potential. Right. Here. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. All right. Hold on. Let's. Uh... Hold on. He's got potential at Martinsville, but you put him against a Martin Truex Jr. He's going to run top five all day long. Um. Ryan Blaney's not going to pull that off. I mean, Truex is going to be ahead of him in points at the Except end of stage one. He. All right. All right. He has, but he's not going to this time. Doubt. Gary's only logic is he's not going to. I I put I will do a shoey if Ryan Blaney somehow Gary, advances. He's, he's finished second the last two times in Martinsville, dog. And not he's not he's even going to be. He's not even going to be top ten this oh, weekend. Oh yeah, you're right. Two out of the last three. Sorry. He won't be top ten this weekend. I'm putting. He's my been money top on five for the last five. Mark my words. He is not going to even be a threat. Gary, Gary, Gary's like. Is this, his his arguments falling apart at the seams? I, it's not an argument. It's just what I feel like about him in this race. It's not a. It's like in this specific. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because moment. I wouldn't be surprised because it is Blaney. He is. He hasn't had a good choke in a while. It has been a minute. Neither has Larson, which is crazy. Wait till Phoenix. Yeah. In nine races of Martinsville, Blaney's average finish is 10.7. That ain't going to get him into this round. And of those nine races, he's finished top five. five I times. think the main issue is, is that there's a good chance that Truex is going to win the race. That, that's what I think yeah, is going to happen. There definitely is. That That's my pick for this weekend, is Martin Truex Jr. Um, we'll see if I get that first in the random number generator later but for the first for the first week and forever we're not going to try to jump to larson oh wait, no. no, i miscounted he's got 11 races in martinsville now i will say i'm hoping that joey logano finds himself in the mix at the end of this race 
So do I. Because Joey doesn't give a crap. Like he's proven he'll just go and he'll do anything to get into the final four. I don't want him to advance, but I want him to cause some chaos. Yeah, I want him to take someone yeah. out. So I'm I'm looking forward I'm I'm looking forward to this race a lot just with the playoff situation. So um it's gonna be a good one. But before we like move on from this, who do you guys so obviously Larson is locked in. Do you see the final four changing or staying the same? Well, the three, I, the three that are changes. the top, it's going to be Larson, Elliot, Hamlin, and another Gibbs driver. Which one? Yeah, I'd, I'd say that there's a possibility that Chase Elliott or Hamlin wrecks out, but I don't think that happens until late in the race, and they're already pretty much locked in anyways. So They can lock in both stage points pretty yeah. easily. So, I mean, I, I think that I don't think Kyle Busch makes it, and I think that either Blaney or Truex makes it. Okay. I think Larson, Elliot, Hamlin, Truex. I think that's probably the most likely one. I don't know, since I said Kyle Busch was going to win the title at the start of the playoffs, Kyle, Kyle will make it. Yeah, you got to choose him now. <laughs> yeah, I'm still committed. Imagine if Kyle Busch wins the championship. Oh, dude. You, you want it to happen, Gary. I, I think he's a threat at Phoenix. You want it to happen because you know it's over. Social media, oh, the meltdown, it's over. It nuclear wasteland it doesn't, on Twitter. If, if anybody else other than Kyle Larson wins, it's a meltdown on Twitter. Um, it would be a super meltdown if it's Kyle Bush that winds up winning it. Even, I, I, even if Hamlin wins really it. I'd also be really interested to see what he has to say. Oh yeah! Interviews. Remember the last championship? Oh, he seems so like disinterested <laughs> that he just won the cup championship. Uh um, which but, is wild because he cares so much about his performance. Yeah, he's upset any time he's struggling. He talked about why he was like that, though. I he did. I don't remember what it was, but it it was just that he just wanted to embrace it with his family and just not get like super worked up over it. Basically, was the gist of it. I see. Um, but yeah, no. Hopefully, Hamlin wins it. I still think there'll be even a, a, a there will be a meltdown even if he wins it. Yeah. Um, if anyone but Larson wins. Yeah. It. Even though I mean, you look at the thirty-six race thing. Like Hamlin, Larson have been close all year long. So, well, not all year. Hamlin took off at the start, but Larson wasn't too far behind. Um, was there any silly season NASCAR news that happened in the past week that I might be forgetting at all or anything? Uh, there was a next chest, next gen test at Bowman Gray for the LA Coliseum, but I, I saw Dale Jr. said that it was like better than anything he's ever driven, and I and that and I was like, oh no, <laughs> all our fears are coming true. It's gonna be interesting. With this car. Um, well, there was the gear wrench going to Harvick. Now, that was, that's a good paint scheme. It is a good paint scheme. I have scheme. no idea what you're talking really about. Nice look, look at, at the podcast look. topics. Yeah. Kevin Harvick. Oh, I see. Interesting. So they're not going to be with Trackhouse. Oh, obviously, Kurt's not going to be. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Now is that just a concept? Uh, I think I think or... The paint scheme is how the number is like slanted. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like a little bit rotated almost too. 
or slanted, <laughs> like you said. Now, is that the confirmed car, or is that just a concept? I honestly have no idea. I think it's the huh. confirmed one, because I've seen multiple posts about it, but actually, that doesn't, that doesn't make a difference, so I have no idea. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, how about the uh, stuff with Adam Stearns, the basically saying um, NASCAR is going to strip more poor-performing tracks, of their rate on their schedule in the coming years. Well, you know. Yeah, I remember Jay uh, brought it up but a couple weeks yeah. ago. I mean, fine by me. I mean, if you can't put on a good race, you don't need to be on the schedule. Oh, it's also like the, the fan, the fan count too. Well, yeah, right? the like if you don't bring is, anyone is in. NASCAR's interpretation of of what is a struggling track or a struggling race. Like, is it fans don't show up? Is it the on track product? It's like you know, it's it's going to be interesting to see how NASCAR. Uh, like decides what's a struggling race and what isn't. Well, it's like you could say that Pocono's on track product is not that great, but yet the but crowd there every fans. single time has a huge amount of people show up. So, like, would NASCAR continue to go to Pocono because a bunch of people show up and and the track makes money? Probably, but would they go to Texas? Well, actually, Texas has bad attendance too. So, Texas, you could probably write off. Uh, I. I... Uh, it's screaming Indies on the chopping block. I was about to say Indianapolis yeah. must be gone, right? Yeah. But would NASCAR yeah. have the balls to get rid of Indianapolis just because there's NASCAR in Indianapolis? Do you want to ever really take that away? Even if the even if the on track products are not that great, I even even saying like NASCAR is no longer going to Indianapolis to me, it's a, it's a race that I haven't cared for. But like, I don't like that idea. <laughs> Well, I keep going to the road course because the road course say, is good. Yeah, stay at the road course, but if you're going to go back to the oval, just get rid of it. <laughs> Don't bother. Don't need it anymore. Um, I mean, here's the thing is, if people don't show up and it doesn't make money, they will go back to the oval probably. Yeah, but the oval didn't do anything. I... See, but I, I just... think that they... But the oval was terrible too, so like I don't know. And I think more people would show up for the road course if they keep doing it like they're doing it, where they're putting it at the same weekend as, as IndyCar, like they did it this year, anyways. Um, but it'll also be interesting to see how that develops for the next coming year. The thing is, too, is we can say that it's not a a good attendance race, but at a track like Nashville or something like that where they, where the crowd looks huge there's only 40,000 seats right there could be 80,000 people double the size of Nashville there could be 80,000 in Indianapolis and it'll look empty as crap because it can hold 300,000 people yeah so it, it you know we don't we don't really know well, we know Indy was empty releases. at least on the oval cuz they're like literally saying it's like yeah it's only like 30,000 people showing yeah it uh, truly yeah it, for the road course the attendance actually looked really good to me but yeah it, it was actually dead dead Still for the ovals. Um, but here's the thing with the Indy Road Course, it might look more full. It might have looked a little more full because the seats are more condensed because you're not using all the seats. That's also not... true. Which then, huh. at that point, if you're getting thirty thousand fans for the roval or for the yeah for the roval, whatever you want to call it, um and you're not having to use all of the grandstands around the track, then you're also saving money by not having to run the concessions on those grandstands and, and hire people for those work to work those grandstands and all that stuff. So it, it's a whole big conversation that basically what is NASCAR going to deem not feasible races? Mm -hmm. and, and that's just, 
you know, it's all those things, attendance, actual on-track package, numbers get brought in for the TV package, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know how many races we're actually going to see Girard, but I can name like four right off the bat that should go. Texas, Pocono, possibly Indy if they consider uh, if they consider running the Oval again. And then, actually, I can't name a fourth one. So three. Uh, but just, drop I, I, I can't wait. No, I Kansas. I like gonna, I like Kansas, night. but drop one. Oh, drop one. Yeah, yeah, drop one. I agree. I'm tired of just seeing two races on track. Twice is Daytona and Talladega. Yeah, unless it's like Bristol, yeah, Bristol. and Martinsville and the yeah. play tracks. Bristol, Martinsville, and the play tracks are the two tracks we should go to twice. Are the four tracks we should go to twice? Oh, Richmond. Richmond's 100% losing one. Yeah, true, Richmond. Uh, I saw Ben Kennedy, by the way, was saying that they are really looking into the street course idea. Yeah. So that's promising to hear. Um, I think if, it's if just something do, cool like, to try. Which they, they won't. But if they did like one street course a year and it changed every year, that'd be... That'd Bring be it cool to Toronto, please. Well, they'll never do that, though, because the amount of money to go into it for just one race, no promoter will agree to that ever. Yeah. So, I, I say so. we just put it in Toronto. IndyCar weekend. I I would I would be fine with that. I'm gonna. Then I can. We're go. not gonna go to. The, we're not gonna go over the borders for a long time. I I mean, from the way things are talking, obviously we know like because COVID, but the way they're talking over here is hopefully like early spring next year we can go into the phase of forgetting COVID was even a thing kind of deal where we don't even need the passports and stuff anymore. And I was like, well, what's the are point going back down, of but giving like my... us a passport if we're not going to use it in six months? <laughs> but anyways, aside from that... Yeah. Um, well, I've, I've said why they won't. It's not going to happen for multiple years, probably. Yes. The good thing is, though, is they've said that they're they're exploring it. Yeah, they are exploring doing international races, races, which I like. And I think the two One most likely ones are either Montreal, or, well, three. Montreal, Toronto, or Mexico City. Or Morrisport Park, Canada. That's it, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, whatever, the F1 track in Mexico. I would really like to see them back in Mexico City. They really got a... Could you imagine there. restarts at Mexico? Well, isn't You're Mexico chaos. City? Uh, I thought Mexico City was a different circuit. I think it was when NASCAR went there. Yeah. No, it was the same facility, but it was a different track layout. Yeah. Okay. Oh, On yeah. This oh, layout, yeah. That long. That's a long run, even for Formula One, down into Turn One. Yeah. So a NASCAR like hauling the mail. That would maybe be the longest stretch in a turn one for any track. Yeah. So of a road course, yeah. maybe, but for sure. not it wouldn't beat out like Talladega or Daytona. Well, no, I mean we don't it, care it, about I those. think it is that long. It is long. Yeah. I mean F one cars it takes a you a degree, moment to get there. Ninety degree turn, oh my god. Oh, that'd be piling in there. We yeah. saw the indie road course in turn one. And they were they would not be going uh, anywhere near as fast as the Mexico turn one entry. So that'd be interesting to see. I'd be down for it. But um, that's like yeah. five years away, probably. Yeah, that's that's still a ways to go. 
and obviously they're talking about that Chicago street course that could end up being what they end up going with. So it's gonna happen. Which, by the way, I don't know if NASCAR mentioned it when they announced the LA Coliseum thing, but you guys know that that's not going to be just a one-year deal, right? I would expect it to be a multi-year thing. Yeah, there's there's no way they would pour the money into that and not have it be a multi-year thing. So the, these fans are complaining about it. You might as well get used to it because it's not going to be a one-year thing. I, I, um, there's more. There's more to it than just a NASCAR race, though. Too probably. Oh, I, I assume so. But the, still the Olympics are the, going to LA in 2024. They still wouldn't do it for just a one-year thing, though. I doubt. Yeah, I, I would agree. But like, what I'm saying is, like, the Olympics are going to be in town in a couple of years. Probably gonna use the LA Coliseum for that. Yeah. Like they've done before. Is this NASCAR low-key like announcing that the the Olympics in 2024 are going to have motorsports in it? Question mark. Uh, NASCAR Olympics. Don't press down, your luck. That'd be cool. Don't don't press your luck. Oh, I don't actually think that's a thing, but it would be really cool if it was. Uh, I feel like the Olympic version of like racing is the uh, what is it? The ROC Race of Champions thing. Something like that. Um, I haven't seen that in a while. Obviously, I don't think it happened last year, but. Yeah, I guess the year before, 2019, would have been the last time that ran. I know Suarez was in it one time. Kyle Busch was in it. Kurt Busch, I think, was in it. Carl Edwards has been in it. Usually they have a NASCAR driver or two every time they do it. Um, but yeah, I don't pay much attention to that. But um, yeah, I'm going to do a nice like segue right here. If or, uh, Actually, is there anything else about NASCAR to go on about? Uh, are we gonna save the rating talk for later? What rating talk? F one versus NASCAR. Uh, that's my segue. Okay. Okay. Are we ready for that? Because there were some very interesting things in it. All right. Here's my segue. What surprised me this past weekend uh, was the TV ratings. NASCAR was actually in in the United States, not worldwide, obviously, because NASCAR would get blown out of the park. But in the United States, uh, TV ratings, NASCAR beat Formula One, who was racing in the United States at Circuit of the Americas uh, this past weekend. NASCAR as well, not only the Cup Series, the Xfinity Series beat F1 uh, with NASCAR had 2.1 million. Crazy. Xfinity had 1.3 million. F1 had 1.2 million. But, like I said earlier, you're still noticing, though, every year, F1's getting closer and closer. <laughs> yeah, um, F1's doing better than it has in the past, but I'll, I'll be honest. I, it might have just been my high expectations, but it didn't get as many viewers as I thought it would. I'm, I'm surprised at how much it lost by just sort of the simple fact it was on ABC in America. Yeah. Like a national channel that everyone has. Yeah. And, and NASCAR was on a cable channel. Did you did you see like compared to last year to the Texas race that was on NBC, Kansas on NBCSN only had like four hundred less, four hundred k less viewers. Okay. TLDR, or I mean, the message being said is Texas is garbage. Correct. Yep. Um, but uh, the biggest you because I. I put a comment about it. The 
age demographic thing was very interesting. Oh, yeah, F1 dominated in, like, the 18 to, not, were, what was it? It was not a dominated. Well, they were they were <laughs> ahead. Yeah, they were ahead by 20,000. And that number, I guarantee, is going to continue to climb. Yeah. Is so, Formula One yes, doing way better? 18, 18 to 49-year-old demographic, more people watched F1 than NASCAR. F1 had a lot less viewers overall. Now, is it surprising Moral... they won in that demographic? Absolutely not. Because they Definitely continue not. to do a way better job than NASCAR appealing to that kind of age group, in my opinion. Um, but at the same time, you know what that kind of tells me is that NASCAR beat out F1 in viewership by uh, almost a million. 800,000. 880K. But yet they lost out in the younger demographic. And you know what that tells me? Is it all of these old heads complaining about the moves that NASCAR makes and all this stuff and saying they're never going to watch again? They're completely lying because they're still watching. Yeah. Yeah. All the, I'm done watching NASCAR, people. They are they are lying. Um, yeah, I mean... I, the majority of them are. I'm sure there's a few that are actually serious. Oh, there oh, is 100%, definitely some that have actually obviously. stopped. But yeah. the majority of them who are on, done watching, this is too dumb, still obviously watch. Uh, I I was a little bit disappointing or disappointed to to see the F one lose because that was such a good race in Circuit of the well, Americas. Well, I, I wouldn't even consider it a loss because NASCAR is still the most popular motorsport in America, and F one's viewership, even though it was less than NASCAR, it was better than it has been before. So I mean, like, it it's obviously growing, and. I mean, we're not going to immediately jump up to having more viewers than NASCAR right away, but I mean, yeah, you know, six, seven, eight years down the line, if they continue to go, if both sports continue to go the way they're going, if one will be beating NASCAR, I think. But a, a great race in Coda, which I did the not. The crowd expect. was insane. That was a packed over what three hundred thousand almost, or maybe more. They said. Yeah, it was insane. Over over the entire weekend, yeah. not at the not at the race. Um, yeah. but insane. I didn't think it was going to be a good Grand Prix because I've never I didn't think it was enjoyed Coda very much. And but I don't know why. As soon but, as I turned the TV on for the pre-race stuff, I instantly went. This feels you felt the energy. Yeah, well, yeah. You well, as soon as qualifying ended, you knew you, the, the tension was building. Yeah, it was everything was building up, and you just knew there was a very good chance they're not going to make it through one. <laughs> Verstappen yeah, and Hamilton's front row, true. man. I was like, oh, this is this is what we want to see. And, and the thing is, it's actually thinking about it, it kind of was an absolute ass race, but that's just how good Lewis Hamilton and Verstappen are because they they were able to put on a good race by themselves while everybody else was yeah. 40 seconds and then over a minute behind. They almost lapped the entire field. That just, A, shows how good they are, and also, B, just shows how competitive they are. Uh, and th that... They were able to pull away that far, and then also keep us entertained and put on a very good race while everybody else was just kind of doing the typical USGP things. Where there's not yeah, a lot I mean, happened. not a lot happened. Um, but yeah. th those two, those two made the whole race. And yeah. the the like, what is on knowing what is on the line is what made that so good because everything that happened with them. Oh yeah, you know, it was it was either Verstappen going to gain an advantage on Lewis or Lewis get the points lead again. It so was every little thing was huge. Yeah, it was so intense. Like it, it, it honestly, like the most intense 
race I've watched, I think, since I've started watching F1. Um, That's why I didn't change the channel one single time to watch NASCAR, because I knew there was no way it'd be anywhere as good as this F1 race. Oh, F1 was unbelievable. Um, obviously, the qualifying, like Matt said, the tension was building right from the end of that. Um, a really close qualifying session. And the thing is, all of us said Lewis was going to win. It... It was, I mean, and then in practice one, Mercedes was dominating. And I was like, oh, God, they're going to just run away with this victory. And then Red I Bull. Think Mercedes is still genuinely the better car. It's just Verstappen is like, hey, dog, I'm a better driver. Yeah, I mean. I think the car overall is a little better, but it's yeah. also track dependent. Um, Obviously, Red Bull started closing the gap in what, free practice two and three. And. Uh, actually, oh, I you know what? It, you know what? Mercedes said. Oh, Mercedes says they had the engines turned up big time in FP one. Okay. Um. Also, did you did did you guys see the Mercedes little trick they have now? Uh, run it by me. When they again. go down straightaways. What? So when they reach a certain speed on the straightaways, the rear wing, the entire rear end, just lowers like four inches. Really. Well, remember the it's, FIA were monitoring the whole rear wing situation earlier in the year. Yeah, but it's weird. It's not like it's like a, it's like it looks like a like a machine lift is just bringing the car down. It is so bizarre. Well, didn't get them what they wanted this weekend or last weekend. Exactly. So. Um, and, yeah. and just uh, I want to mention the crowd as well because aside from like the Italian GP. The, the British GP and then uh, the Netherlands GP, like that was the loudest I've ever heard an F1 crowd when Verstappen overtook Hamilton after after that first pit stop. I've never yeah. heard the I've never heard the U.S. crowd get that loud before, and then also I've never really heard any other crowd aside from like uh, Italy or or Britain or or uh, yeah. the Netherlands. Like it was insane. And it obviously shows how much people want Verstappen to win the championship as well in America. Um, I think that shows everybody's allegiances is that they want to see Verstappen finally sure. take down Hamilton. And before Verstappen yeah. was able to take that lead on the pit stop, turn one, start. Um, Hamilton got him. Hamilton got him, and Max squeezed him as much as he could, kept it clean. You know, he squeezed him as far as you could really Surprisingly, go. Surprisingly, they kept it clean. Yeah, I could not believe it. When Max was putting him all the way like to the grass, I'm like, they, are, like, oh, they oh. are making it. I was like, this is gone. I was like, Perez is going to go and win this race. Um, and then, obviously, they, they kept it clean. Verstappen goes wide. Hamilton uh, right to the edge of the track. But they, they both kept it as clean as I think you could have with what was on the line and the situation they yeah. were in. So uh, The shocking thing is Lewis could not get away. Yeah, Max was able to hang with uh, him. And he, I, I kind of knew then, and I'm just like, I, I, like you don't keep you don't keep that close like that normally. I'm just like Mercedes is track. I I kind of knew at that point like Mercedes is stuck. They're they're in a very tough. And Perez wasn't I don't too far back. Yeah, so they were I, screwed. Yeah, because it's like well, Max after like lap seven could pit whenever he wants. He's gonna get the lead. Right. And if we stay out, they're gonna stay out long and they're gonna run us down. There wasn't. And I think anything for Lewis, the reason why he got the lead off the start was just simply he got a tiny bit of a better start than Max, and he had the advantage of the inside line. Well, yeah, that's a coded problem with the 
kind of weird that you know the outside is whole. Yeah. But um, that's just how it is. But what it, but what I was saying, what I mean is like it, it doesn't matter who who is in the lead or not. It's just Mercedes at the. It, they, Perez had nothing to do with it, to be honest. Like they were stuck. Like if they pit early, yeah, they'll get the lead. But my God, Max would be flying. But but Red Bulls uh, went for the short undercut, and then that was pretty much it. And then, of course, at the end, Hamilton was coming, and then you the, those last fifteen laps, the tension, you just oh, the drop, you were just like it was you you couldn't you couldn't even fathom. My heart was beating, and I was I'm not a fan of either of them. Um, but well, first like, of all, when is, Hamilton went so much longer, I'm like, oh, I was like, yeah, I was like, we've seen this before. He's going to come out of nowhere and just put in an unbelievable pace in that car when he gets back out on the track and he's just going to run for stamping down and blow by him. Um, that's what I told my dad who was watching with me. I'm like, Hamilton's got this in the bag now. And I mean, he, how far was he back when he came out? It wasn't eight, it was eight like seconds. Eight yeah. When I saw yeah. that, I was like, oh no, it's over. Um, and he was, he didn't gain a whole lot at the beginning of the run. So I was like, okay, no. you know what? Max is okay. And then, and then you're like, three laps later, oh no. Yeah, he turned it up. And then Max is dealing with traffic. We saw multiple drivers get the uh, black flag uh, with the cross saying, like, mm -hmm. your warning for not obeying the blue flags. Uh, Raikkonen got it. Who else? There was someone else. Mazepin got it. That's right. I shocked her there. Oh. And. Yeah. That was the most frustrating was watching those guys just be in the way. Um, Schumacher really spiced it up coming to the final lap because Hamilton couldn't quite get close enough to get the DRS. Yeah. And if he would have gotten the DRS... With, I don't think he catches them. I think it would have taken at minimum two laps to go with the DRS. Yep. So yeah. I knew when Max got to the white flag, I was like, even if Lewis has DRS, he's not going to get it on that attempt unless Max makes some error, which he hadn't even made a single error all day long. Um, but Schumacher gave Dirty it his all to spice king. it up, man. Um, Dirty air is king. Dirty air is king. Well, yeah. Honestly, well, I feel like if they had spot, get together in this race, they would have not came out of whatever corner they got together and cleaned. Both of them would have wound up, or either one of them or both of them would have wound up wrecked had they gotten back to each other, oh, yeah. honestly. Oh, yeah. Imagine if they got together on the final lap. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. Unbelievable. That yeah, would have been We would awesome. have had, like, a Talladega nice finish. They both would have been running to the finish line. That, oh. Yeah. What could have been? But, um, uh, still, nonetheless. Max holds on, yeah. Dakota. And this, this is probably... Because this was supposed to be the Merc race, right? Everyone's yes. like, yeah, Merc's probably going to win. And and you look at the next two tracks, and you're just like... Verstappen could run away I, with the title. No. Lewis 100% has to win one of these next two races. I think he has to win both. Well, not unless Verstappen has No, issues. he doesn't. Unless Verstappen has it. No, no. I well, I don't think he... Not, like, he doesn't have to, but I think mentally... I think he has to. All right. So let's say in a situation where Max wins both races and Lewis finishes second both races, Max's lead is 26 points. Let's go. 
Um, even if Lewis is so let's say Max wins the next two races and Lewis finished second right Lewis could win the next three after that to end the season and it would not be enough if Max finished second each race right I don't think we're done though with at least one of them wrecking out yeah yeah yeah, we do, yeah. I, I, I don't I think have we're going to see them finish too. first and second every single race the rest of this year. There's, there's going to be at least one more time where one of them or both of them gets wrecked in the same race. We'll see. Well, what do we got? We got Mexico uh, starts going to be nuts. Yeah, that's that's yeah, going to be Mexico is is a real big opportunity. I think that's... and I think Saudi Arabia too, right? Uh, I don't even know what the track layout looks. Well, like. Well, you want to know something? It just appeared in my head is that, um. Merck's going to have quite the advantage down that that's on the start at Mexico. exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's, that's why I'm thinking that Hamilton, honestly, I think he could possibly win that race. But what we've seen the in a Red Bull in, but we've seen the Red Bull at Mexico with the high altitude. It's faster for some reason, so we'll see. But that's also a week. That's over a week away still. So, uh, Brazil. Uh, Red Bull, Red Bull, you know. I think that, yeah, I think that's definitely Red Bull. Abu Dhabi, I, I put that on Red Bull. I mean, it could go either way there, but I mean, Red Bull, you know, Verstappen smacked the field last year in Abu Dhabi. So also, I don't know. I, a part of me also thinks Merck was just like, yeah, we're we're done. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> they definitely didn't give it everything they had that time. So, um, but yeah, there's also the unknowns of Saudi Arabia, Qatar. So, I there's a, still a lot of stuff that can happen here. But yeah, yeah Mexico's but next F1 weekend. F one isn't for a week. Yeah, so I'm excited for that one. Just turn one specifically. That's going to be unbelievable. I'm so. excited for every single race to end this season. I I hope that it stays close no matter what. I want Max to win it. I just hope he doesn't run away with it. I, I want the championship to stay close. Yeah. Perfect situation also, to go into Abu Dhabi tied. Like my heart comes down to the fastest lap point. I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how I deal with that to be honest. Um, but uh, what else? I guess there was one thing with um, I forgot to talk about NASCAR real quick. Because I guess we're kind of done with F one too, right? Yeah. That's it for the the Gen six five fifty. It is officially retired. There we go. You know what? Wasn't much better than the, uh, uh, whatever you call it. Low down force, high horsepower. Yeah, wasn't much better and wasn't I, much I, worse. I, I don't think it was any better, to be honest. Yeah, and it wasn't much worse either, though. So, I, they're both, I don't they're think we, uh, both pretty boring. Yeah, I don't think we gained or lost anything out of trying it. I think the lowest of lows with the 550 outweigh the lowest of lows with the, the other packages, in my opinion. I, I remember the highest, the, the highest of highs were, were pretty high up there. Uh, like the really good races, like the couple of night races we had at Kansas, the Vegas race early, earlier this year, those were definitely very good races, but they, they, in my opinion, were not much better than what we had before. And, but the lowest of lows, I think, were worse than what we had before. Nonetheless, I think... Uh... A lot of work still to do with the mile and a half package. 
no yeah, matter what. Yeah, I mean, what. like you can you can sit here and say, "Thank goodness we're finally done with it," but we're really not. We're just going to a new car with the same package next year. So, yippee! Uh, and it looks like more plate style racing. So, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I, I don't I don't know how to feel about it. If I don't like the more plate racing style at all, I don't <laughs> want that to become the norm, but. Uh, I'll just have to deal with it and, and hope we get good races out of it, I guess, until NASCAR decides what they're going to do with the new engine in a couple of years. I mean, I just have a hard time looking uh, past the... Still a years away. Right? I just have a hard time looking past the, like, we want plate racing at all mile and a half is, like, to me, just, like, we're promoting and so our sport to be a gimmick. That's the thing that I don't know if that's NASCAR's ultimate goal. Or if that's their, hey, this is what we want to try and do for these next couple of years to try and make the product the best we can make it, and then get to a new engine and go back to what we want to be. That's why I still don't know what NASCAR wants. But if their ultimate future for 15, but 20 that... years down the line is pack racing everywhere, oh my god. <laughs> Jay, but if it's like, oh, let's go back to where we were a few years, NASCAR doesn't even know what they want then. You're saying like, oh, let's let's do this pack right, racing thing, but... let's do this pack racing thing for a couple of years, and then once we get new engines, let's completely change it up. That just well, tells I, me I think th NASCAR I, I would mean, have no idea what they they want. If that's I think the NASCAR case. might partially know what they want, but they're going about it really badly right now with this thing, thinking that the 550 is an okay idea to attract new OEMs if that's their true goal or whatever. Um, I I, I don't know. I, it's my it, I think that's more of a hope that I have than really NASCAR actually thinking that way. Uh, but, I mean, just get me to the new engine and give me more horsepower. It, it doesn't matter if it's hybrid or not. Just, just please. Give me 2015. 14. Or 2014. 14. Sorry, yeah, 14. Dream on. Which will probably never happen again, but... um, Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Is there anything else to go on about here? Uh... Nitro F1 returns this week. Was there a major patch? There was a patch like two weeks ago, and we've done testing, and we haven't had real wheel issues really. Uh, so I might be there. I might not. I will not be there. Oh, Jay's not there. It's unlikely that I'll be there. To be Actually, completely honest. Let me double honest. check. Yeah, it's not. I won't be there. Braves game will be on at that time. Oh. Yeah, I'll be watching they that too. World Series before then? No, they cannot. Yeah, I'll be watching that game as well. I'm really into baseball, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Garen, you were I just became guys. a fan about 20 seconds ago. Uh, okay. So we'll see. Um, is it uh, before we move on towards the end? Is is the Nitro F1 season restarting, or is it just picking up where it left off? Picking up. Okay. Where's the next race even at? China. China. Okay. Easy track to come back to, you know what? If if you can't find a, a decent pace around China, you don't got much hope at all on the F one game. Um, cause that's one of the easiest tracks. Which I had, I, I felt like I had pretty good pace last time we were there, but it's not gonna matter this time around because I ain't watching. You are not gonna be there because you're gonna be watching your baseball team win the Stanley Cup or whatever. World <laughs> dog, what? The world. The world, world, series. world series. The world series. World series. Supposed baseball fan. Yeah. <laughs> quick quick mention talk about Stanley Cup Tampa Bay's not looking very hot right now and I'm like oh boy but uh, I still think we're going to win again oh. we weren't looking hot last year for a little while and we still won 
Uh, the Red Wings are okay. Yeah, how are the Red Wings doing? Well, if the playoffs started today, we'd be in. There you go. What What do you think about if it started in uh, like uh, seven months from now? Like say when it actually starts. Yeah. Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Eisenman's rebuilding it though to get there sometime. Yeah, I mean our rookie, our rookie got a hat trick in his fourth career game. So there you go. The Eisen um, plan is coming to take over the NHL. Need to bring up a random number generator here. From one to three. Oh, look at that. Google has its own thing implemented into it now. Must have uh, been paying attention to the podcast. Uh, before we do that, is there anything else to go upon? There wasn't a whole lot to talk about this week because NASCAR no, just didn't have a got, whole lot. We we'll probably have some time for some questions. Oh, yeah, is there questions? Podcast questions. Um, I forgot we utilize this now. Yeah. Uh, I guess you guys can start typing them in and stuff. And then we'll get to them um, after we do predictions, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. Post questions. Uh, hello, Austin. Um, post questions if you have them right now, if you're listening. And then, yeah, That's a great question, first. <laughs> So... For the predictions, we don't have any F1 predictions, so it's just Matt, Jay, myself for the random number generator. Matt is number one. Jay is number two. I am number three. We're going to hit generate, and we got a number one. So Matt gets first pick of who he thinks will win Martinsville. I have to decide between two Joe Gibbs drivers. Hamlin. Okay. Okay. Fair pick. Uh, next up, ah, Jay, who's your pick? Let's go. Karma left a stronger driver to me, Martin Truex Jr. Y'all are sleeping hard on who's actually gonna win this race. Hey, 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 hey Jay, don't hey, you dare Jay, pick. Jay. I think you're gonna pick. Hang yeah, on a second, Karma. <laughs> I, I, I think I know where he's going with this, and if he does it, he's the biggest troll in the world. He's yeah. I'm gonna. I, I got. I got the H word ready. <clears throat> Kyle, no, I'm just kidding. It's not going to be Kyle Larson. Um, did you think that's who I was going to pick? No. No. Oh. Ryan Blaney, maybe you were thinking. Yeah. That would be hilarious. I am going to pick... Uh, it pains me to do this. I don't even want to say the words. Chase Elliott is my pick for this weekend. <laughs> I love you. Oh, hi, Latio. <laughs> Uh, he comes in, he comes out, there he goes. That's that's my pick for this weekend, only because Truex isn't available. I'm. Wouldn't it be something if Kyle Larson comes out and wins that race? Cringe. I think. <laughs> I think it could happen. I, I mean, I think I it could too, just because I think there's truly no track Larson's bad at anymore. But man, I sure hope it doesn't happen. He's come I'd... a long way since that first Martinsville race this year. But unless points are stupidly close and Larson being the leader is the only way to save that, then I'll hope Larson's in the lead. But we'll have to wait and see what happens. Um, I don't think there's any questions. Yeah, that's one. Best driver from every era. Oh. Yeah, we're not naming that. That would take us forever. Let's do best driver from 2000 to now. I'd have to say Jimmy. 
I was I was thinking I was like, man, you know what? It's kind of tough to choose anyone other than Jimmy Johnson. Um, well, I thought I thought you meant from like the two thousands, two thousand and ten. No, I'm talking about. Then... Hey, you know what? Okay, two eras. Okay, I guess you can't don't really say the twenties, but from yeah. don't we're not gonna dive too deep into it. Just give a name real quick. From 2000 to 2010, I'm going to say, I would I would love to say Jeff Gordon, but that, that would be a terrible statement. Because Jeff Gordon... I don't think it would be a terrible one. I mean, in the 90s, he won a ton. In the thousands, he didn't win a whole lot, other than a couple of seasons where he popped off. Obviously, I don't really know a whole lot about that era of NASCAR still. So, uh, well, heck. Jimmy Johnson won like five titles actually still from that time span. Mm -hmm. All right, this is Jimmy Johnson's my pick from the two thousands to two thousand and ten. Yeah, he won five. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's it's actually very easy. That's a hands down Jimmy Johnson. He won half of them. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have a different? There's no name? other answer. Do you, <laughs> Jay, do you have there's a no one? other answer. There's no objective other answer. All right, this era. The only other one that comes close would be Jeff Gordon, and okay. I'll, but I'm still going to give it to Jimmy. All right, no, but... you'd have to say Tony. He won two titles. Uh, I don't think it's all about titles. Though. I That's, agree with Jay. I mean, I... Yeah. It's not all about the championships, especially with today's format. So, Even the but format that wasn't, it was, but that it was wasn't still... the format. They still had a 10-race the play... playoff. For like half of it. <laughs> but... Let's go to the 2011 to now for the other part. If Jimmy Johnson would have I mean, kept I it up, it would have been, been easy on him. But I would have to. It's hard because like the first half and the last half, we've seen kind of like Chase Elliott's popped off here and there. And in the other half, it's been. But I'm going to say Kyle Busch. Yeah, that's, that's the only. That's the I only think there's answer. only really two you can say for that one. It's either Kyle Busch or Kevin Harvick, and I'll go with Kyle Busch. Harvick's had, of course, a really good stretch until this year. All right, here it, it, it's simple. In the 2010s, Kyle Busch won the most races, and he's a multi-time champion. Yeah, I think Harvick was second on that list, right? Yes, yes. Because he he hasn't not won a race in a season since 2009 so i mean the dude yeah. is gonna change this year his career <laughs> yeah he's gonna show up and pull off the old like phoenix dominance in the championship <laughs> race and like block the nine of chase elliott oh my oh, god no. oh yes the scenes um who is the greatest nascar driver to never win a race from lation yeah. Well, we're talking like <laughs> all series. Well, let's just do Cup Series. Dear God. Usually, anyone with some form of talent finds a way to win here at some point. Daniel Suarez. But, like, that, that's, <laughs> that's the thing with this question is, is, like, if you didn't win a race in your career, I don't remember you. That, that is yeah, that's, that's what I'm struggling with. I forget a lot of winners as well, even. David Ruderman won, like, three races. Twice. Twice. Yeah. Rick Mast. I've never even seen that guy in a race car, so I really can't um, agree with that. Um, oh, Skull Bandit. I thought that was Harry Gant. I don't 
Like you, like if you never win a race in your career, are you really worth talking about? I guess it depends on how long your career is. Like, if you're in the Cup Series career. for like ten plus years and you didn't get a win, then I mean, oof. Yeah, but if you're only in it for three or four years, then either like something happens and you're not in the Cup Series anymore, or just generally no teams are interested in you. Uh, Yusuf, your question about who's the most underrated driver is not a good one because we're all gonna say our favorite drivers. No, and I will not just because you said that. Because hmm. it was gonna who's be the most yeah, my, my driver is definitely not underrated. I can tell you that. Okay. So. Uh, uh, oh, Jay's Jay, Jay, Jay's ejecting the copium. I see. Uh, who? No, no, no. I mean because people actually cheer for him. He's not underrated. People. I, I, People cheer for him and say he's good. He's not underrated. I see Reddick's name come up. I actually disagree because I think he is very hyped up. I, yeah, that's, that's so. I, I think he's um, my underrated driver. That's not Daniel Suarez. You're kidding. <laughs> Midnight. That must be a joke. Um, my underrated, most underrated driver. Oh, I'm only going Cup Series on this one. I, I have yes. to. I have. I ha you're you're gonna question me for this answer, but it's because I think he's underrated for the way he performs, and I'm gonna say Ryan Blaney, and that's even though he is a very good driver and he has a lot of fans and stuff, people still I think overlook him when it comes to championship caliber and winning races caliber, and that that's the type of driver he is. He's good enough for that, and I think he still overlooks that. That's why I'll say Ryan Blaney, but he's there's definitely more underrated drivers than him. Thinking very hard. <laughs> I, the first name that popped up was actually an Xfinity driver, but um, and that was Austin Sindrick. Because like, is he underrated though? Yeah, I don't, I don't really think know. he I don't, is. I don't think we can say he's underrated. I don't hear a lot of praise for him, even though he's winning a whole lot of races. I got in cup, and yeah, it's, I can't think of a cup driver. I'm trying I think really, really is hard. Probably one one standout answer there, and that's Eric Jones. Yeah, I mean, you throw him in there. Because he's actually shown talent before and has been shoved down you don't to win, a You don't win car. the Southern 500. <laughs> you don't win the Southern 500 by... By luck. Well, the way he won it, yeah. Corey LaJoy is not a bad option either. Yeah. Um, he's got honestly, a very I, questionable I, I honestly want... takes up there, but he, he's a solid driver. One knows one that you might throw in there. What if you put Chris Busher in a Hendrick car right now? Who? Chris Busher. In a Hendrick car? Yeah. I don't I don't like him, so I wouldn't want to see that. I mean that's not the part of the question <laughs> now, is it? I think he could be I don't think he'd be on the level of Elliot or Larson. But I think he could I think he could do better than an Alex Bowman, maybe. But I think Alex Bowman is a very strong drive. You know what? You speak of, of under. True, Ladion, true! I think Alex Bowman is underrated. Here and there. Yeah, I was going to say Bowman because too. Because no one ever wants to talk about him. But he'll go up and pop off and I mean, take people to school from time to time. But Bowman's I, I, that, truthfully, Bowman I, I has truthfully... this issue. I think Bowman's issue is that his highs are high, 
but his lows are low. Yeah. Well, that, I was yeah. going to say the other thing, too. I think with both him and William Byron, I think that they're maybe looked at as underrated because of their teammates, Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson, absolutely dominating everything about the NASCAR world the last two years. If they were, if, if they didn't have Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson as their teammates, both of them may not be underrated, but. Should be the leading drivers at Hendrick. Which would be crazy to think about uh, having them as your top guys. But Byron, Byron's only 23 years old, apparently. Uh, actually, that's probably... I want to say he's 24 now. I mean, he's still oh, young. He's 23. Okay. He's 23. He turns 24 in November. Okay. I give him credit. You know what? He was uh, starting to look like his running 35th every week crashing stint he had going there towards the end of the regular season. But he's picked it up again. He, he Matt, he's got his moments too. Where we, he he just goes on a stretch where he can't finish anything. Yeah. But um, uh, most underrated Xfinity driver. Uh. I I can't go through all this all these lists. Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, what is nine o'clock? We've been going uh for an hour and twenty six minutes so. I think we can call it right there. We did our predictions, mm -hmm. and Martinsville this is this weekend. Elimination race four drivers remain. Very excited for that one. I think could potentially be the best race of the year. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. But, um... Sure. As always, I mean, it's probably going to get quite wild, but as always, if you guys enjoyed, you know what to do. Um, to the people, uh, to the members in our stage on the Discord listening, we appreciate you guys coming out tonight. I see eight people. That's better than last week. And they actually stuck around, which is even cooler. So thank you guys for interacting as well. Like I said, if you guys enjoyed, you know what to do. Uh, we'd like to thank you all for taking the time out of your day or night to listen. And we will see you guys next week. Have a great day, everybody.